Coming up on today's Loud and Proud podcast, episode 162, we talk about the league. It's the penultimate league all about it show. If you're not able to watch it on Instagram, on my Facebook page, it's great you can tune in now and listen to the whole show. And that's basically tonight's 162 podcast. But it's a good one. There's plenty in there. There's a lot of goals. There's a lot of teams going hammer and tong for this Cardinal Donald title and maybe Division 2 title as well. Big long jam up there. I talk about the 3A um, injustice and injustice in 3B as well. But mainly 3A because that was supposed to be finished this weekend. And there's a certain Rob playing for the Blues Cooley game. It's not Robert Carr. It's uh, Rob Carney. He makes a return. I give the lowdown on how he got on. But um, that's it. I hope you enjoy the show and I'll chat to you during the week for a Loud Ladies minor preview. They play Leash in the Leinster final. Best of luck, girls, and here is today's show. But first, here's Oasis. Hello and welcome to another League All About It show. I think this is the penultimate one. This is the second last one. Um, we are... Uh, we're nearly there with the, with the leagues, with the round of, of league um, competition, second last game, uh, second last round, and there is other scrappy rounds still to be played and finished off. There'll be no finality of the league, I think we spoke about that before, um, but uh, we have we still have a big game, big list of fixtures here today, although there's a lot of walkovers, we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in. This show is brought to you once again by The Cleaning Doctor. External cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan. Windows, gutters, walls, patios and driveways. Yeah, I always forget the drivers at the end. But yeah, check out the cleaning doctor. Um, also, so before we begin with a hectic week, we had I picked league teams. I didn't want to really include the last two. Um, the last two rounds when they're looking at it, a couple of lads put their hands up to the team of the league. But go and check them out on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. I picked a Division 1 team, Division 2 team. And I combine Division 3A and 3B into one individual team. So it's good to check it out, a bit of crack and a bit of debate as well all week. Actually got an awful lot of stick during the week for players I didn't pick. But I mentioned a good lot of them anyway. But so check them out. Um, sorry, something there on the phone. Um, okay, so we will do the usual. We'll go through the results and then we'll go through, through each and every game. And then I'll have a chat about... Um, maybe the performance of the weekend. <clears throat> okay, so in Division One, Sunday, two of these games are played at two o'clock. Um, Pats received the walk over from Mark Rangers. Um, Sean O'Mahony's one sixteen, the Feckins one eleven, RD three sixteen, the Moctis one twenty, the Blues three twelve, Cooley nine points, the Geraldines one eight, the Dreadnoughts nine points, the Brides four points, and the Jocks eleven. That was on Saturday night. Three Saturday night games in Division 2. Clans 3-16, Kevin's 3-12. Huddersfield Rovers won at home, 1-10 to 11 points over the Gales. Kilcarely won 14, the Plunkets 2-8. So a three-point win there for Kilcarely. And then two games today in Division 2. The Joes 6-12, the O'Connells 1-12. Then the other game, the half-four game, the last game of the weekend. Roach beat O'Reilly's 3-12 to 13 to get back to winning ways. In Division 3A, um, Dunlear played last night against Napierty. They won 6-9 to 3-5. And there were two walkovers in, in that uh, division. Glyde got the walkover against the Westerns and Glen Emmett's got the walkover against the Malachies. Um, division 3B, Nixon's Savannah game was off. 
The Tones got to walk over at Daryl's Hill. The Sean's got to walk over against the Mitchells. And then, uh, yeah, and the Minute had a big win. 2-10 to 2-5 over Coo Hulling Gales. So that's that's the list of the results. I'm just kind of I'm going to start with Division Three A because that was the last round of that competition. Might be a couple, maybe two games left to play in it, but um, completely unsatisfactory end. Like to what was an yeah, there's one game, an outstanding game, the Glide and the Westerns. That is Thursday, the second of September, by the by the by the GA website. Yeah, really unsatisfactory for the. Glen Emmett's to go unbeaten the whole season, to go really well, to train really hard over the whole winter. Now they they've taken their case to Leinster. I think it's going on further, and um, you can find, I'll keep updating myself and I'll keep you informed. But um, what should have been a great win and a great kind of season and campaign, they did everything their end right. They don't get to go up uh, this season, um, and probably won't get up until next year. So that's a year they're kind of set back and a lot of good young players there. Um, didn't want to get up playing higher everyone wants to get up playing a higher level of league and it's just disappointing for Len Emmett's and then second in the table then the way it, way it looks it looks like Dunlear yeah Dunlear are yeah they can't be caught can they no they can't um, no don't think so they're 15 and the Pierce are 11 and they beat them there heavily the weekend on a head to head and their score there is fairly good as well so yeah um, Dunlear are also unlucky because I think I'm not too sure now, right? Someone can find out or let me know. Second from second on the top in Division 3A would have played second from bottom or second last team in Division 2, which could have been Finbars or the Cavins, which would have set up a, a tasty um, double, a, a, a tasty local derby, relegation derby, a tasty relegation game anyway. But then a promotion with uh, local rivalry on the line would have been something else. But however, not to be, and it's just, I just wanted to make, I just wanted to make that point. The three A is just very disappointing the way it ended for Glen Evans. And the same goes for the Tones as well, who are receiving walkovers now. And they, they haven't, someone was saying to me during the week when I named a couple of Tones players, that they haven't, um, they haven't been, lost the league game in two years. So that's, that's some goal from the Tones. They're definitely building. I mentioned that last year even. And you can see it again, they're going quite well. But Annamin and Rovers did the business today. Uh, I'll start there in 3B. Aidan Lee Martin got the first goal and um, Dwayne Markey got the second. And, and then I think Rory Feeling got a couple of scores. James O'Connor as well. So they pushed on and they're finishing quite strong. They're going back into a good bit of form now. It's good to see Colin Gales back out um, after their struggles with COVID uh, midway through the league, I suppose you'd say it. Then, right, the big win in Division 3A, Dunlear 6-9, the Percy 3-5. That was, um, I think it was it was fairly even even enough to ha- in half time. Paul Callan gets four goals anyway for Dunlear, putting his hands up um, for League All About Team of the Year. Um, if you haven't seen that, check it out. To two, to two Murphys, Bob and Colin. Colin's back. They got the other two goals, and then the other side, another Murphy. Robert Murphy got the first goal, and then Seamus Gunnelly and Vinnie Corey got um, the other goals for the pitch. So it's a big win, big statement win for Dunlear at home on Saturday night, setting their stall out ahead of probably a championship rival, and maybe making a few signs there to the Glen Emmys that we won't be about in, when it comes to the championship time. Okay, Division 1. Actually, no, I'll save Division 1 till the end, because I think a lot of people are tuning in for that, uh, to see how a certain lad did get on. 
for Cooley. Division 2, the Clans on Saturday night, 3-16-3-12. They were well ahead. They started to got out of the blocks very, very quick. And they were 2-8-1-4 to one, four ahead. Um, Adam Harper got the goal for the Kevins. Um, Shane Carroll got 2-3. He finished with 2-3. And the other goal scores, Colin McKeever in the second half. But yet, Clans got out of the traps fairly early on in that game. And then kind of... Took the foot off the gas, and I think King Callan kind of punished them and nearly gave them a bit of a good scare. Um, yeah, thanks so much after sending in there that the 11th in Division 2 would have played second in Division 3A. So that would have been that's a really good game people have missed out on. Yeah, so um, where was I? I was talking about the uh, clans, their big win. They took the foot off the gas, King Callan put his foot on the gas, and nearly reeling the clans himself with a 2 7. Um, so uh, Josh Finley got a nice 45 as well and uh, clans are building they're going quite well I think they're they're fairly well high up on the table I think they're second um, yeah they were second it was funny last night in Division 2 you had Huddersfield's game was finished first so they went top then the clans went top and then uh, Roach went top again so three teams were top at the weekend um, going by the, by the timeline on it so that would have been really exciting as well. We're missing out a lot of excitement over this uh, that call that was made a couple of weeks ago. Hunterstown Rovers won 10, the Gales 11 points. This game kind of swung just before the four half time with uh, Emma Lindsay getting a red card. They went down to 14 men, the Gales, and then they received a hammer blow. Dean Bournes gets a goal for Hunterstown as well to push them ahead at half time. Uh, but the Gales are used to coming back. They're used to digging in deep, and they did so. Um, McSorley and um, Dylan McKeown got three points apiece, and Tom O'Connell reeled them in with two late points as well. But it just wasn't enough. Huddersfield just hung on. Glenn Matthews seemed to be the star of the show there with three points for them as well. And they could carry 114 to Plunkett's 2 8. This was Ty McEnany's game. They won six. He finished with really. He got 1-1 at the end just to kill off the plunks. They were fairly plucky. That was the best performance so far. The two Kyos got goals. I think um, Kevin got the first one and Gary got the second one in the second half. I think he was going for a point and they looped in. Colin McEnany's back. He got a couple of scores. Kieran McGlynn as well got a point. James Fagan came off the bench with a bit of experience for Kerry Dees him over the line. They're going quite nicely as well. And then the two games today... Joe's 6-12, the O'Connell's 1-12. They really, really relished that win over the local rivals. Um, Craig Doherty with a hat-trick. Alan Quigley's back out the field. And he's banging out, banging in the goals. He got 2-2, two, two, I think. Tipped up a couple of frees as well. Gabriel Bell, he was named on that Division 2 team of the week. Uh, he he got the, the six, one of the goals. Maybe not the 6-1, I think. Uh, I think Quigley got the 6-1. But it was 3-5 to 5 at half time. Um, Jack Mulligan performed quite well. Paul McKeever got a couple of scores. Ford O'Connell's along with Jack Yagner. Don't have the goal score. If someone has that goal score, do let me know. And Ben Collier kicked up, picked up a couple of points as well from right half back. So big win there. Big bragging rights on offer. They were gobbled up by the Joes. Then Roach travelled to the Gaelic grounds and got, got uh, the perfect start. Three goals. Um, Barry O'Hare got got one Liam Carty and Mark Bourne he's back in a bit of form at the moment they got a goal Barry finished with 1-6 1-4 in the first half the Rallies will probably be probably be a bit of a learning curve for a couple of those young players Kyle McElroy finished 
top score of seven points. Ben Smith got three points as well. So they're performing, and that, that would be just, it was just nice to see where teams are um, when you look at that. So Roach are top 14 points, but that'll be a big win for them over the O'Reilly's, who have played six, only played six games and won four. So they've still, they can still catch up there. They can still overtake and still get what there's the four, yeah. So five games still, ten games, ten points an offer. So they can still go top, still push it up. But that's a good win nonetheless for Roach, who um, have fe- featured quite strongly on that league of the the league all about uh, team team of the season in Division Two. Brought to you this show, League All About Show is brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, external cleaning services, layered and modern windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios, and driveways right division one so there was five games on and one was on last night that was the jocks against the brides that was just shot the sam mulroy less jocks he didn't play for them probably the first game he's missed this season between club and county and um, but they still were comfortable enough in a wet the wet kind of drizzly night and they led six two at half time and then five two to one in the second half Um big performance from the jocks and without Sam good spread of scores Wheelow obviously was still the man they were relying on Sean Healy JP gets two points to spread the gap in that first half and um, Joe McGrain promising minor player he's come into back into the reckoning with the jocks a couple of years out of minor now and um, good player big tall player he he got on the score sheet from the wing and <coughs> um, second half uh, they came back into it a little bit in the early in the second half. Paddy Riley got a second point. Hertie got their first point. And Sean Murray, good news story, a bit of a positive one for the Brides. He came off the bench and kicked the point at free, having uh, come off the bench the, the night before, maybe it was the Taurus night for the Horlers, got a goal with his first touch. Um, so not all bad news there for the Brides in their, in their loss against the... Uh, probably the most outstanding I'm just going to check now are they top are they top of the division no are they still top they had a big win over the Moctis today Sterling second half performance they're 1-11 to 9 down Jerry Garland got the first half goal and they just came out of the traps and just just blew the Moctis away in the second half um, Liam Liam Jackson got the first goal Conor Gillespie and I'm missing the last one Kieran Keenan Kieran Keenan got the second goal so it's three goals. Decky finished with ten points. Casey was back. He got four points. Darren McMahon was back in the team as well. So the Mockers are going well. That was a really, really good game. Like some scoring, some they'll be. It'll be like I say, those big, big four teams now looking at the league table that already at top. The Martin second, the Mockers third, and the Blues fourth. The Blues. Who are they playing today? They were playing Cooley in Cooley. Rob Carney played. He um, he played forty minutes. Uh, at full forward, no marks, didn't play in the wing, um, and they led in the first half, 5-4, maybe that um, placement of Rob Kearney in the starting 15 for Cooley, threw the Blues off a little bit, they were 5-4 down at half time, Thomas Costello's full back, would like to see how he got on against Rob Kearney in that full back line for the Blues, but second half, um, the big guns come out for the Blues, and all come off the bench, and um, Conor Moore got a goal for the Blues, but Kieran Downey came out and he got a goal. Emma Carlin got a goal as well. Um, I think that's his first game back since uh, since he since he's not been with Loud. But Fergal um, Malone has continued his good form. He got four points. Michael Rafferty got two points when he came on for Rob Kearney. And then 
probably better option to full forward to be fair and then Paddy Hanlon he got another point in continuing his impressive form as well he made the team of the season in division one um, so where are we the Jairs and the Dreadnoughts so one five to five at half time in favour of the Jair Lions. that goal from Dan Corker and the county man must have kind of been the difference between the two sides um, Shane, uh, Shane O'Hanlon got four points son of Seamus I was going to say Seamus there then it was a penalty I think in the first half of Owen Murphy he kind of kicked it over the bar for the Dreadnoughts that was a big chance for me and Corey hit a couple of 45s Connor Faulkner got a couple of frees but they were missing a lot of their, their key men the Dreadnoughts you wouldn't really um, you wouldn't really you, you didn't when you didn't see you wouldn't really know the, the, the forward line because a lot of them weren't playing like so Pepe wasn't playing a peach um, Paul Grant and Eric Campbell come off the bench so I think that's that's every game, is it? Have I forgot I forgot one. The Sean O'Malley's at the second. How could I forget that? Because those two teams play each other in the championship. Was there a bit of um, cloak and dagger going on here? Was 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 either team keeping their pair to dry? Five point win for the Matlies was really, really impressive win. Now I know it was at home. They seem to be always playing at home. But um, big win for them. Terry Kelly gets the goal after the first half water break. Um, that kind of stunned the Feckins who were going quite well and Niall Devlin got a couple of scores and he went off um, Brian Devlin came on he got a couple of scores maybe three points Ryan Walsh got their goal but it just wasn't enough as Stephen Kukine was on fire for the man he's to give them another win they're flying up the table they are they, that's their third win so they're on six points Margaret's down bottom on four the Feckins are on five points Cooley are on six and a lot of teams have four to play. That was the Dreadnoughts last game. That was their that was their tenth game today. No, sorry, they have one more game next week. But they have ten games. They have the most played of any team. Ardy are top of, on fifteen points, and the Martins are in second on twelve, and the whole host of team on seven and six points. But yeah, so that is the that has been the league all about it, Joe. This week you can check out all the. You can listen to it on the podcast if you're not able to watch the show on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the the League All About It show teams, the, the three teams, Division 1, Division 2, Division 3. show is brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor. Sterling Cleaning serves a loud amount in. Windows, gutters, roofs, patios, walls and driveways. Performance of the weekend, that's what I leave you on. Um, there's a couple here. You can go to Joe's with their six goals. Very sexy. Um... Could you go two second halves in the Blues and RD? Really big win for RD. Or could you say Roach stay on top? Or could you say Dunleer as well? They got six goals as well. A lot of sexy teams out there tonight. I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give performance of the weekend to... Let me see. I think I'm going to give it to the Joes. Joes and Dunleer. I'm going to give it to those two teams for hitting six goals apiece. Uh, big win thanks very much for tuning in thanks very much for all the suggestions and all the help all the suggestions and all the stick during the week for the teams I picked thanks for all the scores and the help throughout these league all about shows that's it for another week penultimate week we'll have a final week next weekend um, uh, plenty up in the podcast we'll be previewing the minors the minor girls are in a, a final against Leash on Wednesday in Abbottstown I'll be previewing that game and yeah that's it that's all for tonight's show thanks very much for tuning in uh, check out patreon.com forward slash loud and proud for more info bye bye good luck say it loud and say it proud today